Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planet's here. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Last week, we did part one of Angels I Hid and Help. It was one of our boardroom chats that just went ballistic, and people wanted to see it, so we decided to play it on our broadcast television. Do you know what role angels have in your life? You're going to find out watching this today. They are spirit messengers sent by God to serve who? You. Thank God we got angels on assignment to do things for us spiritually, physically, and financially. So let's go to part two of a boardroom chat we did called Angels, Our Hidden Help. Last week we did part one. This is part two. Praise God. You're going to be blessed. Watch this and you may see an angel unaware. One time I was preaching. Can I tell you some of these stories? In Marouge, Louisiana, not Baton Rouge, Marouge, Louisiana. And I'll never forget this. Now, that church probably sat 150 people, beginning of my ministry. And the pastor of that church didn't believe in falling out the spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he handed me the service. And, uh, and so, man, I started ministering. So I was, I was behind the pulpit. And I just felt, sense something behind me. And I turned around. And there was two angels standing and not in the choir loft. It was, uh, they, that's where the choir, little choir, they had maybe, I don't know, six, seven people, something like that. But they, they already had dismissed the choir. And they looked at me and smiled. And I went, I quit preaching. Now, these people could see that. I said, I, I went, hey. I just, and they walked right past me, like, but as close as you are to me, Kathy. And, I, and, and they started to walk into the crowd. And there was a woman on the back pew. I don't know her name. She stood up and said, I see him too. Wow. And I went, you see him too? Mm -hmm. And they smiled. And when they walked off the platform, ba-bam, that's the second, that's twice that's happened in my ministry. The whole church fell out. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, crump, you're sitting in a pew, brum, on the floor. And the pastor, he was on the first pew, boom, boom. He got hit by the spirit of God and just went out under the power. And this went right through, they walked right through those pews to those people. Now, whether you believe this or not, I mean, I'm reliving this. It was one of the most amazing yeah. things I've ever seen. I could physically see this and out the church. Now, it lasted about maybe. But you didn't fall out. No, I didn't. Sick. I was just, huh. It affected them. The only people that were standing up was me and that woman. Woman in the back, me in the front. I said, did you see that? She said, yes, I did. Did you see him go? I said, I did. People knocked out in the Holy Ghost. A good 12 minutes, I guess, 10 or 12 yeah, minutes. Right. And all of a sudden, the, uh, people begin to get up a little bit and things of that nature. So I began to explain that. And thank God I had a witness because you sound like some crazy idiot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they, that was, and they were smiling. You and know, I thought, I why believe... were they smiling? Uh -huh. And the Lord said, they enjoyed your message. Oh, wow. That kind of blessed me. So in, in the essence, I was kind of entertaining them with the word of God. Mm. I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. Well, you know how often the angels are, 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 would be in our services. We may feel it and sense it in a different mm -hmm. way, but we haven't seen it physically. Oh, I love man. that. I mean, it was just the most powerful thing. But as I, as I go, sometimes when I'm flowing in the gifts of spirit, it gets so heavy on me, I can physically see them moving in the crowds. Mm. I mean, physically. And I hear God's voice physically now. I ain't a big shot. And sometimes he speaks in my spirit, but a lot of times you'll see me when I'm moving, you'll see me do this because he's talking to me. I go, what? You know, I can physically hear it in my ear. It was one of the most amazing things. And, I, and then that same thing happened over there in, uh, uh, in, uh, when, when I went, went to heaven. Yeah. 
um, and came back, 1988. Yeah, and you gave that, the testimony, not the testimony, but you, the church service walked, you went to that yeah, night. Yeah, I walked up you, to the, put the, the pastor gave me, Paul, Pastor Paul Troker right. gave me the pulpit at five minutes after seven. I thought, okay, you know. Mm -hmm. And I walked up, and I had just come back from that great trip that I had to heaven, and I said, I have been in the presence of God, mm. and the whole place got knocked out. Bam! Angels all over. Boom! Mm. There was 800 people there. Right. Hit the ground. And now they lasted about 30 minutes. So I didn't have nobody to talk to. So I sat down on the platform waiting for people to get up. That's a true story. So help me God. And I thought, why did they fall down? Well, these angels are so powerful and, and they carry the spirit of God with them on them. Right. And I mean, it was one of the most amazing things in my right. life. I've had many, many experiences with that and how God... Why you? I don't know. I'm no better than anybody else, you know. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, think about them angels that knocked down, uh, 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 that opened up the prison for Peter in there. That's right. That's right. You know, Peter had a harder time getting in the church than he did getting out of jail. <laughs> because the, Peter's at the door. He ain't at the door. He's in jail. That's what they feel. Yeah. And the angels literally knocked off the doors off the hinges. Yeah. Just popped them. One angel in the Bible knocked down 185,000 men. Right. That's some powerful boys. Have you ever had an angelic experience? I have, but I haven't seen them physically with my eyes, but I've known the presence of God was there, and it, you know, it mm -hmm. just, it's just so wonderful. I love it when that happens. Yeah. But it, it's just, I, I just always, you know, people hear the things about people falling down and all that, and a lot of people don't understand those terms, and we call it slain in the spirit. Yeah. That's and kind of a strange, you shouldn't be called slain. Slain in the spirit. It's got, you fall down before kill the Lord. Lord. You know, it's so biblical. You see it so often throughout the, all of the scripture. And sometimes, when, actually, when Moses encountered God in that burning bush, the angel was there. The Bible talks about that was an angel mm. in that oh, manifestation yeah. of an angel. And he you know had to remove was? the shoes you off know of his... You know what his name was? What was it? Metatron. Metatron. Oh, I know, I know that to be a fact. I've had the Lord speak that to you. I said, I need you to know these guys. <laughs> I mean, I need to know this stuff. You see, I want conversation. I need, God, I mean, I just need to know. And Moses was worse than me. He said, I have got to see your face. And he, he wanted he, to see his glory. He yeah, said. he said, yeah. I, I want to see your face. And, and he said, you can't see my face and live. And he was willing to die. I'll give it a shot. I don't care. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Because God is so phenomenal. Right, and that overwhelming presence of God, though, is what I was thinking. We call it, you know, it's sometimes when you get into God's presence, you can't stand up. Your physical body is, gets weakened. Oh, by. yeah, you're going to bite think, the dust. Think about even when the people, when the soldiers came to arrest Jesus, and he was <laughs> in the garden, and he had been praying all night. And they, he said, who do you seek? And he says, they said, Jesus, he says, I am he. And they all fell Bam. backwards, the word says. And the second time they did it as well. Right. And they fell backwards. A manifestation of the overwhelming presence of God right there in that place. Well, those angels ministered A physical unto him. place on the earth. Yeah, yes, physically. They had, angels had been there ministering to him. Yeah, they ministered. Him and listen, people say, well, that was Bible night. days. Hmm. Okay, let me help you. Uh, Hebrews 13, chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, Bible days, today, right. where you are, yeah. and forever. And forever. And tomorrow and whatever you can think of. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, let me tell you about Bible days. Bible days is every day. Right. See, the hidden help is here. Well, technically, I've heard it told Say the name of Jesus. The, Jesus. There's an angel standing behind you. Right there. Right. Every time you say the name of Jesus, they are where? Well, they're already here. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord, I get the goosebump when I think about that. And when you understand, you're not alone. You never will be alone. And I meant on those airplane crashes, they were with me. 
-hmm. and helped me. And I, 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 you know, when you, especially when you, what I call, become a spiritual person, not that you're better, you just begin to really, Lord, I, I, I want to know you more. I, I, I want to get close. Man, you begin to realize the activity that's going on around you, including demons, All right. including other things as well. You see what I'm saying? Right. And the Bible said, God, angels went to Jesus all the time and ministered unto him. Yeah. In fact, Hebrews, I was looking for that verse of Scripture. I want to be able to read it for okay. them. It's in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14, and this okay. is the Amplified as well. Okay, read it's it. very familiar. You, you just probably referred to it earlier. It says, Are not the angels all ministering spirits, servants, sent out in the service of God for the assistance of those who are to inherit salvation. Isn't that something? So God wants us to know that the angels are for our benefit. They serve us. We are sons of God, well, yeah. but we serve. But angels are servants unto mankind. And on Labor Day weekend, 1974, when you told me uh, Billy Graham's on television, you see, you wasn't by yourself. There was an angel there moving on me because I didn't want to see that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I said, okay. Right. But he was helping you to help me to inherit salvation. That's right. right. there. That's right. So, and I got born again that night For, of in, the assistance. In, in, in a bathroom in Boston, Massachusetts. Let me see how it says, reads the that. Hidden the hidden help. I love that. The, the hidden help. Hidden help. I'm going to see how it says it in the Passion Translation okay. for that role. What role then, verse 14 of Hebrews chapter 1, what role then do the angels have? The angels are spirit messengers sent by God to serve those who are going to be saved. Isn't so that that's really what you just said. That's exactly going the to be truth. Saved. You were going to be saved. Because yeah, I'd but I didn't know it at the time. In fact, I remember spending lots of time on my knees praying for you. And I would, I would call in the angels. In fact, I would say these words. I said, Lord, I pray for laborers of the harvest to go forth. <clears throat> in fact, I found that in the scripture. And, and to bring you to the knowledge of Jesus. I want, that man, I want somebody to go in your path. So I, my, that somebody was angels that you may have entertained unaware. Maybe it was just a voice. Speaking to you that you didn't recognize, a prompting yes, right. that you didn't hey, recognize. I feel that right now in the spirit. Some of you are standing there and there's angels in your house. And you, you go, whoa. Hey, you ever, and sometimes you hear them walking. They will take care of you. I mean, it's amazing. <clears throat> they, they sent the minister for us, through us. And they move in, in all kinds of ways to help us. Now, that's not just your guardian angel. I'm not talking about there's a bunch of them on assignment, see? Mm -hmm. Uh, God's messengers, and what a blessing of the, and the Lord protection. that is. And the protection. You know, we all know about uh, Psalms 91, our, our, that verse, that passage of, well, the whole thing is wonderful about the protection of God, but the Bible tells us that he will give his angels charge over you yeah. to keep you in all your ways. Yeah. You know. Well, even Satan said that in Luke 4. Right. He said, I want you to cast yourself off because the angels will not let you dash your foot against a stone. That's right. Luke chapter 4. They were there. They were there watching to help Jesus in the, any event, any time, any place, anywhere. Right. And watch when Jesus coming back, they're coming back with him. A whole stuff. Watch this. They get so excited, they started singing at Jesus' birth. <laughs> the angels proclaimed his birth a and massive singing. massive choir right Ooh, there on the hillside just go, for those them, shepherds. Them angels can sing, but let me yeah. tell you what. What a blessing of the Lord. You know who taught and him? And I'm sure they were moving, too. You know they who taught him to sing? Lucifer. Lucifer. He was the he praise, was the praise angel. angel. How could he fall so bad? Think about How? that. Think about but he that. did. See, and, and, and that infectious sin is what did it, see? But when you understand that today you're not by yourself, mm -hmm. you have some hidden have help. help. Not only do me and Kathy pray for you, we pray for God to minister to you when I'm praying for people, but there are angels there to, to 
at the bidding call of God, at your bidding call, bam, are there to do wonderful things because he's the same yesterday, mm -hmm. today, and forever. And let's just face it, sometimes <laughs> we, we don't know what to do. We're at the point of no return. This is it, man. This is as far as I can go. I can't go no more. And yet God Almighty will send someone to help you. I, I want to tell you another story. Yeah. I left Crossett, Arkansas. I got some angel stories, man. I love Crossett, this. Arkansas. Now, I had to get to Monroe, Louisiana. This is when the, uh, the uh, airline was called Republic Airlines. And they flew from Monroe to New Orleans. So I, I left the ch church across at Arkansas. I was preaching. I think it was the Assembly of God Church. And the pastor said, Brother Jesse, it is snowing so bad. And it's cold. Be very, you know how to drive in this kind of weather? You know, we're from South Louisiana. You, you really know? didn't. I mean, we, we slip on a raindrop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> much less snow. We don't know about that. Hydroplane. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, all kinds of stuff. So I said, well, I'm going to try to make it. So I took off. And I, and I want to tell you something. It was like almost like a whiteout, and it was cold. I remember I had the heater on in that rental car at, at full blast, and I was still kind of cold. Mm. So, man, I'm going on. And he told me, he said, be careful. And I never knew what this was. Be very careful of black ice. Mm -hmm. You know what that means? Because it's very slick. You didn't even slick. know what to look for. I had no idea. I didn't know nothing about the answer. So I'm going. And I must have got out maybe, I don't know, 45 miles out of And, I mean, I was driving pretty slow. And I got on this long stretch, looked like about two miles, I mean, nothing but woods. And I hit some black ice, and the car went sideways. And when it went sideways, it speeded up. And then it turned and headed straight down this huge embankment. And I said, oh, Lord. And I mean, I, could, and I couldn't do, I mean, I had no control. I mean, you know, this is it. And I hit this tree. But what happened, this tree had so much snow on it, the branches had been... So I hit the branches for, and it broke it, the, the, the impact. Yeah. Now I wasn't doing, wasn't going very fast, maybe 30, 30, about 35 miles an hour. But when you slide, you speed up. See, well, it broke the branches. There was so much snow, it didn't actually, it didn't, it didn't hurt the car. Now I'm stuck. I am down. And I thought, God, God, what I'm going to do? And it's cold. And then the engine. I thought, man, what I'm. I'm gonna let this engine keep running. I'm gonna, you know, start this engine. It stopped the engine, and I said, "But man, I don't want to get carbon monoxide." And, and I'm sitting there, buddy, and coal is setting in. I must have sat there for about five minutes. So I got out the car, climbed myself up the embankment. Nothing. I looked down this way. I looked the other way. Black as an ace of spades. Just black. All of a sudden, I saw a light. And I thought, a light. And it kept coming toward me. And then the light, it was one light, turned into two lights. Then I realized that's a vehicle. Now, listen, there's no curves. There's no, this is just straight. And this old guy had a pickup truck. He stops, and he's kind of elderly gentleman. Look like me now. <laughs> he said, hey, young man, look like you need some help. I said, yes, sir. He said, it's cold out here, isn't it? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, I got a chain in the back of this truck. I said, I think I can get you out of there. I said, well, I certainly think. He said, would you do me a favor? Get in the car. And he said, when I pull on it, he said, make sure your wheels are straight. You know, you know, you know. I right. said, okay. So I straightened it out, you know, and because uh, the snow and the mud, he pulls me out. 
Man, I thought, God, thank you, Jesus. I looked at him and said, well, the car's not damaged or you're not damaged. Mm -hmm. You think you're going to be all right? I said, yes, sir. I said, thank you. Now, I'm talking to him like I'm, I'm talking to you. I said, man, I said, I'm trying to get to Monroe, Louisiana. I got to catch a flight. In the this was 2.30 in the morning now, okay, because I had a long service. I'd flown the Holy Ghost, but, you know, and anyway, he said, now, I'm going to give you some, some good wisdom. He said, make sure your two wheels in the car stay on the snow side. In other words, drive two wheels on the shoulder where the snow is. He said, that'll give you traction. He said, remember, if you go to turn a curve like this and there's ice, you're just going to slide down the curve and you're going to start spinning again. I said, he said, do what I say, okay, and it'll help you. I said, all right, thank you, sir. He said, you, I said, I'm from South Louisiana. I said, you know, we, we, don't, we, we don't have this kind of weather down there, not like this anyway. Right. He said, well, you have a good, you have a good day, and uh, uh, nice meeting you. I said, I said, is there any, can I pay you enough? Oh, no, this is what I do. Hmm. And now, at that time, that didn't make no sense to me. I know what that meant then. Yeah, he's ministering the Spirit. Sent to me. Right. Watch this. So I get in my car, and I thought, you know, I put it in drive, and I started to take off, and I said, wait a minute, man. I'm going to give that guy some. I got to give him something. Now, this is maybe 20 seconds, 30 seconds at the most. Put the thing in park, I'll open up the way. He was gone. There's no way. It's a good two-mile stretch, straight as an arrow. No way I would have seen his lights. No, no way he got away. No. And I went, good God. And I remembered this scripture. I just entertained an angel unaware. And I drove. I did exactly what he said. I remember I started to get up. I said, the angel said to keep the two tires on the snow. <laughs> and, I did. and I made it to Monroe, and I flew home. And yeah. I, I caught the Republic Airlines flight. That was one of my, where I entertained him. Mm -hmm. But he it helped me. He said, he helped you. that's what I do. Mm -hmm. What is an angel going to do for you today? Now, you think about that, ladies and gentlemen. You have hidden help, too. Yes, you do. God puts them around you every day. Listen, no matter what you may be struggling with, God can send angels to help you if you seek him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All things will be added unto you. Let me tell you something. Angels are servants of God that do God's bidding. Think about that. And they go to minister to you. I encourage all of you to study Psalms 91. It will minister greatly to you. God's promises that he will give angels charge over you. Think about that. Everybody needs that today. Everybody needs help. I don't care who you are, spiritually, physically, financially. You need help in this life because it isn't easy in this life. And angels are ready on assignment to help you because Jesus sent them. You know, I love receiving questions, and today I'd like to answer them from a girl named Vicki. She says this, Brother Jesse, I heard you say that everyone has a guardian angel. I've had a few incidents in my life that could have ended tragically but didn't. Do you think that my guardian angel was there during those times to save me? You better know it, Vicki. Yes, indeed. Also, how can I be more spiritually aware of my angel's presence? That's what Vicki was saying. Let me tell you something, Vicki. They were there to help you. And how do I know them? My God, every person you ever meet, treat them nice. Entertain strangers, friends. You may entertain angels unaware. And you know, become so spiritually aware that, wait a minute. God, that was an angel of the Lord instead of what I thought was a person.
I want to pray for you, Vicki, and everyone who wants to be more spiritually aware. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name, we are spirits housed in the soul and clothed in the body. Let us become so spiritually aware through a renewed soul, a mind, a will, and emotion, Father, and through a crucified body that we can see into the spirit world and we know who we're talking to, whether they be a physical person or an angel of the Lord, a spirit messenger. I ask you to do that for everyone, Lord, because you've done it for me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I like praying for you. I don't know. Prayer is the language of God, ladies and gentlemen. And it's so wonderful to pray for people. And I just enjoy it. Think about that. Vicky said, do you think that uh, my angel was there? You better know, Vicky. He was there. It's just such a blessing of the Lord. I've had so many incidents. Why are you? Well, I don't know. You know, I, you know, I've had a lot of spiritual and physical things have happened to me. I'm no better than anybody. I don't know. I'm not, God don't love me anymore. He loves you. But I tell you one thing, they did happen. Now, stay right there. I'm coming back in just a moment to speak something else to you. You're going to be blessed. I hope you're enjoying the program. I am enjoying coming into your home. What a blessing of God it is. Watch this. There's a world that needs to be saved. Our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus to that world. That is why we here at Jesse the Planet's Ministries believe the unbelievable and operate in the impossible. God is continuing to direct us to expand our outreach to more people in more places and through more ways than ever before. We are advancing into the frontiers of ministry to change more lives through one simple question. Do you know Jesus. Listen to me, it is beginning. The light of Jesus is shining higher and brighter and further than ever. People from all over are responding to the message of Jesus. Nothing can stop the light of God's love from reaching people and changing lives. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I never learned to doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. I hope you've read this book. If you hadn't, 
I never learned to doubt. You are making a mistake. This will help you. Bless God to get out of doubt and get answers that you want. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get rid of doubt. This book will help you to do that because that's what's holding you back. It will change your life. You can order I Never Learned to Doubt at JDM.org. So get it. I'm, tell, I'm not just trying to sell you a book. Listen to me. That's what's stopping people's doubt. Doubt and unbelief. Get rid of that trash. And boy, you can live good in this life. Partners, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you have done, doing, and going to do. You know, January now, 2022, 46 years of preaching this gospel. We've never had a financial deficit because I trust you, you trust me, we both trust God, we believe God, we decree God, and we put the word of God out. I couldn't do it without you, and I want to thank you. And y'all know this, that the hundredfold anointing's on my life. The anointing of increases on me. I'm not bragging about it. He just put it on me. I you know, he, why? I asked him, I said, why have you done that to me? He said, because I can trust you. I don't break trust with you. Some people, if they say things that I'm like, I don't do those things. Now, you know, it's, a, it's amazing how people sometimes will edit something, make me say something that I didn't say. They just pull it in and out, get all things kind of confused. You know, people do all that kind of crazy stuff. But you know me and I know you and we both trust God and it's a blessing of the Lord. Partner, I can't thank you enough for what you do. Nothing too small, nothing too big. Got more projects. I said, God, why are you giving me all these projects? He said, because you are a worker and I can trust you and your partners will trust you. Also, for your January partnership, we're offering the full message of what you just saw, Angels, Our Hidden Help. I want you to get yourself a copy so you can recognize what God is doing for you here on earth and in heaven. How do I get it? Go to our JDM website. It's called jdm.org for all the harding information. Hey, I hope you download our free JDM app. We got all kinds of stuff free around here. You can watch hundreds of powerful sermons by me and Kathy, both of us just preaching. And you can also view our Sunday broadcast on your mobile device anytime. Be sure and download our free app today. I like giving things away. It's free. It's blessing God. Salvation is free, but it definitely isn't cheap. It costs Jesus his life. So watch us wherever you can. You'll be blessed. Get this book. I never learned to doubt. And partners, thank you for your donation today. 100% is going into world evangelism. You know it and I know it. We debt free, man. So when you, what you send, 100% goes there. Thank you. Until next week, Jesse saying we love you. Bye-bye. Do you see yourself as a daughter of a king? Not just a king, but the king. If you could see yourself exactly how he does, would you see your life differently? You, my sister, are the king's daughter, and you were born for such a time as this. Kathy Duplantis' glorious A Conference for Women, March 25th and March 26th. Admission is free. Register online at jdm.org. Be filled with the presence of God as you watch Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages of faith. Receive free instant access to these powerful teachings today by downloading the JDM app. You will be able to stream hundreds of sermons on your smart TV, your web browser, and any mobile device. You will also have access to our weekly TV show and much more. Download the JDM app today. Available on Google Play, the Apple Store, Roku TV, and more. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. Listen to your engines. 
Because you see, what comes out of your mouth is who you are. You understand? And he told Timothy, you're going to have tribulations, but hold fast the form of sound words. In other words, the words that you say will produce things beyond human reasoning. Because see, these words are the engines of your life. 